Now, you know what, guys? It, we had one episode of a very poor attempt at a yak noise, and that is enough. I'm back. We've got my main man, Eddie, in the studio. It's Ajax. You know what's good. Eddie, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm curious as to if you actually did any research or listened to any sound clips of what a yak actually sounds like. Well, you know, I found some uh, videos on YouTube, and they were about uh, 40p in quality, and they were a shaky camera, and they were also filmed vertical, not even horizontal. It's a travesty, I know, yeah. right? Audio quality is severely reduced when it's a vertical recording. Oh, oh. Um, did, it's... Was, were these peer-reviewed? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think they were because one of them was definitely yeah, awesome. a goat. One of them was a goat. It was not a yak. Damn. It was a goat pretending to be a yak. That's some fake fauna right there. That's yeah. Absurd. Uh, so fun fact, actually, one of my friends told me, he did, uh, uh, some Google searching and apparently yaks used to live in Canada thousands of years ago. Wow. I know you had some alongside, big... alongside, uh, the aboriginals. I mean, I, uh, alongside whoever was here, um, I, you know, I guess, I guess we killed the yaks or we inbred them too much with other animals, but I know you had some concerns with whether or not a Canadian animal was represented on the show. And I'm, I'm really happy to be able to tell you that there, there were Canadian yaks. We've just inbred them all now and they're gone. They're like the Lannisters. Yay, so just like the wild buffalo that has been severely reduced in population, um, we can be represented by this once domestic animal, and now it's no longer here. Was it, was it domesticated, again. though? No, domestic. Domestic means something different from domesticated. So for any of you who don't know, if you're a little bit behind on your bovine uh, information, uh, yak is basically like a, a long-haired version of a cow. And it typically has a mighty rack, you know, not just your average rack, but a mighty rack. Yeah, this is a podcast where we talk about just bovine creatures from a non-expert uh, who majored in <laughs> communications in university and knows so much about bovine creatures. This is uh, well, you see, now really we got to talk about how many stomachs they have, and they've got enough stomachs that they can eat grasses and shit. I only have one stomach, and people still expect me to eat grasses and shit. What's up with that? Can you guess how many stomachs they have? It's more than one. Anyways, wow. what do you want to talk about today? I want to talk to you about the greatest store that exists in Canada. Can you Target. guess what it is? No, Club, Club Target got shut down. You don't remember? What? I haven't left my house in the past, like, nine months. No, uh, Club Target just wasn't uh, meeting up with uh, the Canadian shoppers. I don't understand. I have fond memories of university. We would do the move-in night. And on the move-in night, they would get some school buses and they'd fill them up and uh, round up all these uh, children. And by children, I mean uh, young adults that want to get drunk and, and fraternize. They took all these adults in buses and they drove them over to the nearest Club Target so they could stock up on all the things they need for living on res. So we had such a long time for target to come to canada do you know why it actually never came to canada for I, so long i did a line dance in the clothing aisle of a club target i just want you to know that well yeah thank you thank you very much for interjecting with that extremely useful piece of knowledge but some guy in canada 
owned the name Target Socks, and he had to get bought out by the Target company. And he saw how profitable the retail chain was, and he went, well, just give me millions of dollars. And they went, no, you, like, barely make a dime in your sock store. And he was like, I don't care. I own the, I own the name. I own the trademarking. Well, until today, so I've, never, for, I've, I've never heard like, of Target Socks until, oh, until now. So uh, suffice to say, cool. yeah, no, uh, Target just didn't cut it. They went back south of the border, back to where they came from, back to the United States of America, where they can compete with other great multinational companies like uh, Sam's Club and Walmart. Ever shopped at a Walmart there, Eddie? Yeah. I'm a, I live in North America. Of course I've shopped at a Walmart. That's where okay. I get all well, of my clothing. Wal- my Walmart? jeans when I was a child, oh, my it was gosh. $20 jeans. It was easy. Okay. I'm, I actually don't want to talk about Walmart. That's like the last Thank store God. I want to talk about. I'm here to talk to you about my favorite store. Does that narrow it down? If I tell you it's my favorite store, I think you might know what store it is. Costco? You fucking bet it is, guy. Oh my god. All right, guys, I got a spew, okay? Like, I, I can't even, like, start with, like, a theory and some points. I just gotta, like, rattle the things that are bursting from my chest, like a symbiote from Alien. Um, I love the wholesale prices and the large selection at Costco. The Costco warehouse has this vibe where it's like, we will never, ever, ever interior decorate our goddamn store. And if we ever did that, it would lose the integrity of the warehouse experience. You're coming in, you're buying in bulk, you're buying cheap, and the quality, oh my gosh, the quality. The quality is insane. Like, legitimately in Canada, what I've experienced is that the best quality meats, fruits, and vegetables are at Costco. And I've been told this. I used to work at a grocery store, and they told me the grocery trucks, when, they, when, the, when the produce trucks come into the city, the first place they stop is Costco. Costco gets all the best shit. And all the freshest stuff. Just the, straight at Costco. The freshest, best, bestest. <laughs> wow, that's a word. Um, but yeah, no, Costco, great value for money. I spend way too much money there. If I have a shopping bill under $300, I'm like, shit, I forgot something. They're such a runaway success here in Canada, but they don't have enough cashiers or aisles. Or enough space to actually accommodate anybody. What are you talking I remember about? Back what are you in talking university, about? I lived in a house, a, a, a bro house, if you will, full of bros where we do just bro things. Like yeah, six, dude, bro. Six feet apart. Yo, bro, pass me a brewski, bro. Absolutely. That was how we talked to each other, even when we didn't want to drink and we just wanted to have like an emotional connection. Yo, dog. You cry about something. That's how you start every conversation. How much is the old mill at the liquor store today? Ooh. I don't think they sell old mill at uh, a Costco liquor store, which has really good liquor prices. Oh, is this a story about the Costco liquor store? Communal um, meal plan. So each guy, we had five guys. Each guy would get a weeknight, and then and then that would be that guy's responsibility to cook. So I'd make sure that I'd always get Friday, so I could get destroyed while baking quiche or making whatever. Can you define destroyed for me? Um, North of eight beers oh my gosh units of alcohol yeah yeah okay that'll do it constantly just not care how anything tasted because i would be severely drunk by the end of my cooking experience now are, are you talking about uh your experience in college of not caring about taste or are you 
talking about your current art collection because I think that could go either way. <laughs> no, I mean, once I was so drunk, I didn't care how anything tasted. Um, so it's just, it was all food at the end of the day. I heard a rumor that when you're drunk, you also don't care about what temperature it is. <laughs> Well, that's that is quite relevant. Yeah, I do really enjoy. That's, just like that's cold another air. story. That's a that's the story for another podcast. Cold, cold air night. I really, yeah, yeah. It's a quite quite different quite different person uh, after a few drinks, as as I'm sure everybody is. But university me and and me now are two very wildly different people. I'm a very responsible young adult. Anyways, I'm derailing your story. Please continue. The story was is that we'd go to Costco and we'd have these communal cooking nights so everyone would take a day out and we'd just buy protein together we'd get like 600 bucks full of meat and then split the bill and then that was the communal meat so everyone picked their meats for cooking that night and then they'd have to come up with the sides and we came up with some rule that it's like you have to spend at least 20 bucks on the sides so if you provided some shitty sidekicks people would be like dude what the hell you didn't you didn't put in your you didn't put in your part. You just left something. You just left a chicken in the slow cooker all day. You didn't really do your part, bro. What the hell? And it was it was that over and over and over again. Uh, and half the time it worked out pretty well, saved a lot of personal time. But then you'd have people that go, "Ah, oh, I have an exam tomorrow, and my night's Tuesday. Can you switch with me?" And everyone going, "No, I don't care about you." And they go, "Okay, fine. I'll just order pizza." And everyone's like, "Yay, pizza!" All right, so. I know that you think, like, I, and I, you said that you think that there's not enough space in Costco. And I'm here to tell you that I have developed a, a patented, patented, patented technique for slurring my words. Uh, I've got a technique to make sure that people get the fuck out of my way. And when I go through Costco, I'm a fucking terror. People move. Just cough violently. They move. No, no, no. I don't cough. I don't have a boombox. I'm not playing any ludicrous, okay? They do move. They get out the way. Get out the way, get out the way, get out the way. But okay. Anyways, what I do is there's something very special about Costco other than just being Costco. They have the best shopping cart design in the business, okay? These carts are big. They're heavy. Their wheels almost never break or squeak. And they've just got so much room for activities, you know? It, it's like you, you could put a bunk bed or two bunk beds in there. You could put a brother or another brother. Maybe they're stepbrothers, and there's just room for activities. There's a reference. I'm driving the reference home. Pound it, pound it, pound it. Okay. Anyways, uh, their carts have enough weight that you can properly mount yourself on the front of the cart. And I don't, I don't mean at the front. Where the grill like an is, overgrown, I mean, an overgrown child. I mean, behind the cart on the handlebars, yeah. At the helm at the helm of the cart. You take the helm of your chariot. You take the helm and of you your just chariot. Go straight forward, and, and you, if anyone's in your way, you keep then one God help foot. Them. You keep one foot on the cart, and the other foot on the ground, and you use this fucking cart like, like a, scooter, a scooter, like a scooter. Yeah. Nothing God. fucking makes people move faster than a rapidly accelerating so Costco around, shopping uh, cart. Six foot three, six foot four. Uh, near 200 pounds is coming barreling towards 70 year old women that are just trying to have some free samples at Costco and you're just screaming for them to get out of your way. I, I regret to inform you I'm actually 204 <laughs> on the scale today. I'm a little fat boy. Ooh, wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to lose weight, but 
Anyways, um, fat ass using boy. a cart like a scooter is the most amazing combination of, of childish glee and adult responsibility because you're in a fucking grocery store. That's the hard part, right? You're actually out shopping. Anyways. You should ask your insurance company if you're covered for collisions in the, <laughs> in the shopping cart. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. How much liability coverage do I have when I cripple a 75-year-old woman? <laughs> um, one of the best things that I do, and this is a secret technique, okay? I'm going to describe this to you for you guys. You can go take this into your local neighborhood Costco's, bust this or move Sam's out. Club. Or Sam's Club, yeah. Don't, don't fucking try it at co-op or Walmart. Those carts aren't sturdy enough. You're going to have a bad time. The weight to cart ratio is off. It's only going to work with Costco shopping carts, okay? You're only going to have accidental deaths if you do it there. Yeah. Okay, so here's what you do. You're getting towards the end of an aisle doing your scooter method, right? And when you do that last push and you get a lot of speed, you put both feet up on the cart. Now, you're rapidly approaching the end of the aisle and you need to make a sharp turn. Well, here's where you can do some fucking Mad Max type cart shenanigans. You take your foot. Can I guess? And you put, no, I'm not, I'm telling you, you don't get to guess. You put your foot on the spinning wheel on the spinning back wheel that you want for the direction you want to turn. So if you're coming down the aisle and you want to turn right, you put your foot on that wheel and you slightly slow it down, like applying a manual brake only to that wheel. And that will make the cart turn. And if you get good enough at it, you can freak people the fuck out by turning and going around aisles in Costco without putting your feet on the ground you're and you can do it slowly too like you can build up your competency and then when you get good at it you can just start drifting around the aisles in costco and just you know getting to all the samples first but you know shout out to samples r.i.p like like peace rest in peace because there's not really any samples anymore that's like the biggest thing what, what do you need to do if you need to abruptly stop do you like go up do you jump up on the back helm, like kind of do a bit of like holding yourself oh, with your arms and no. slam on both wheels I, at the same time? I, or is that an expert? No, 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 expert no, maneuver? no. I, I actually just hop off the cart onto the ground with both feet, which usually causes the front end of my cart to lift up. Like I got some sick hydraulics and it typically mm-hmm. makes a decently loud sound when my feet hit the ground. And I have startled many a pedestrian mother with this technique, you know? They're just looking around. They're like, what the fuck? And you're just like, come to a dead stop. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this guy you're talk- doing? You're talking about the shit I used to do when I was 12 in Walmart and Target of just me being a speed demon racing around yeah, the store yeah. and coming back and running into my mother and, him, and her going, that elderly couple that you passed earlier are like talking mad shit. You are embarrassing me so hard right now. Please never do that again. Can and I avoided doing it for a considerable amount of time. I Unless I am have a few drinks and I find a shopping cart lying about uh, yeah. on my way home. Then I'll, then I'll ride it. But God, man. Shopping carts are a good time. Um, You're going to kill somebody. No. Yeah, this is, pretty, no, this I is might, now on the internet. Gonna, this is going to be exhibit one. Uh, when they go, was this a planned murder with a shopping cart? In defense, go. Of course not. How how could anyone plan to do something like this, Eddie? It's like, well, he never thought of the consequences I'm gonna of take running out, into that now seventy nine year old woman and her two grandchildren, and they're gonna go. Yeah, it was mentioned on this podcast that he was on. I guess that's why 
I guess that's why I, we use aliases. I keep forgetting that our podcast is uh, syndicated and on the news and has so much attention. Uh, at worst, I would take out her ankles. We need to talk about the first part of Costco that I think 90% of the people listening to this, when they, they heard me gush about Costco, they're like, bro, talk about the samples. Everyone talks about the samples at Costco. And, and for me, that wasn't number one. Uh, I got to be honest, this is a deep dive. This is uh, too true, like two chains. This is real talk. Okay, listen up. I'm not a big sample guy. Most of the time I go to Costco, I do not engage with the samples. Do you want to know why? It's partially because I'm picky, but it's also partially because I've got a mission. I've got a fucking mission. When I'm in the Costco, I'm there to be other people. I am there to get what I need. Get, get all my supplies, my provisions, and get the fuck out. And, and maybe stop for a poutine on the way out. But other than that, I've, I've got a mission. I've got to stick to the plan. But What condiments do you use? We don't need to talk about that. That's unrelated to the... Well, we don't need to talk about how no, you don't no, use no, no. any condiments whatsoever? That's not relevant. What about strange food? We're... If someone were to give you a random sample of any food in any situation, if you're not at Costco, I doubt that you'd accept. <laughs> so I feel like you're just kind of hiding your true nature away from the audience about how much like how a five-year-old rides a grocery cart around all the aisles of their local target you are also a very picky picky eater and avoid eating anything with any actual flavor or sustenance do you know that i cut up a red pepper today and i ate it raw i think that's progress that is a perfectly normal vegetable that is in almost everyone's household really you know what takes a little bit more guff is when you're in university and you're very poor and you want a snack and the peppers, the green peppers are like 50 cents and you need a snack on your way to class is grabbing a red pepper and just eating it like an apple on your way to class. Wow. It's great. That was it wild. It just disturbed so many people. You went from green pepper to red pepper. Oh yeah, dramatic difference. They'll call you more of a mad lad if you're eating a yellow pepper, but that's a bit racy for our audiences. So I know most people, when they go to Costco, they gravitate towards the samples. But I think we've all seen the appalling uh, social etiquette. Now, this is honestly like I have some slight anxiety about occupying public spaces. And this is a, a very unique thing to me. I'm sure there's some other people out there. And if you feel the way that I feel... Let me know because I'd love to find a kindred soul. I get anxious when I'm in public if at any time I am occupying a, a public walkway or a public uh, transport area and I'm not using it the way it's supposed to. So if I'm with a group of friends and the group of friends starts talking and they've stopped in a circle and they're blocking a walkway, I can't even participate in the conversation because I'm so anxious about us moving to the side so that people aren't blocked by us. The same thing. They're such heathens. I savages. Deeply, deeply think that those people need to go to some layer of hell, maybe the hottest. I don't know if that's the lowest one or the highest one, depending on how heat works. But those people are just the lowest of the low. Walking around a night market in Vancouver and having people just stop. You're just walking some direction and they just want to pause and plant their feet firmly in or, or a mall or any public space and then suddenly stopping in front of you. I think if we had temporary insanity in Canada, I could use it as a legitimate defense 
for situations like that. So this concept of public walkways, it goes to Costco. It, it occupies a large part of my Costco experience where every time there's somebody who's clearly walking in the opposite direction as the rest of the carts, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? The salmon have a rotation, the fucking salmon people. By salmon people, I'm, I'm comparing us, the shoppers, to salmon. But the people who go to Costco, we have a rotation. We come in through the entrance, we go around clockwise and we exit. Or if your Costco's weird, you go in counterclockwise and, and you go that way. But there's always like some... Do they have directional arrows? They don't, they don't, they don't. They don't? No, no. They're... That's one of my favorite parts about new grocery stores is having directional arrows. And not having slow people in front of me, that's a caveat, obviously, because then you're kind of just sitting there staring at dried cereals and you're like, I don't eat dried cereals. Why the hell am I here? And the guy in front of you is just taking his sweet time, just staring at all the different types of Fruit Loops. But directional arrows is great because I don't have to get in anyone's way. No one's in my way. I don't have to do that awkward look where there's like three people on an island can you, you pass by them. Can you name three different types of Fruit Loops for me, please? Uh, Tutti Fruities and Fruitios and Fruit Loops. That's three. Uh, I, I thought they need to be Fruit Loops brand. No, they're not Fruit Loops band, brand. They're uh, replicants. Or they're, I, yes, I forgot that you eat shitty no-name brand cereal. You were raised that way. Yeah, my, well, I was raised because we live close to the American border. Five hours is relatively close for a Canadian. We would drive around every 4th of July, we'd miss Canada Day on July 1st, and we'd cross the American border, and we'd just show up and buy really cheap shit. And it was awful, because I got to pick the cereal that I would eat for the next year. <laughs> and we never had any of the normal name brand cereal. It was always like Tutti Fruities or uh, Chocolate Smacks, but it was, it was all something terrible. It I wasn't think... like Honey O's. It was like it was like uh, AOs or something like that, or like not alphabets. It was like X and Ys. It was just some unimaginative, terrible cartoon character that they just paid some intern $5 to make. And it was awful. It was a traumatic experience for me. They'd get that. We get eggs that were unnaturally yellow. God, I hated that. Yeah, no, you, you had it rough. Um, almost as rough as I have Trauma. it when people can't move their fucking carts in Costco. So what I'm trying to get to is the fact that when there's a sample, when there's a sample that everybody wants, all of the carts fucking congregate. It's like a black hole and all the carts are being sucked into it. And, and you see people become the basest versions of themselves where like just a sniff of a free snap sample or, or like a, something sweet they'll just fucking yeet their cart in the middle of the aisle like they'll just leave it wherever it was the second they saw the sample they just like leave it and walk away and that's what i do i'm I'm the disengage i throw it i just pick a random direction and i just throw my cart in that direction and i go walk off and grab a sample see, usually into some clothing or some people that are over the age of 70 one of the two but i might drive like a terrorist with my cart you know i'm terrorizing people so i'm a terrorist i terrorize people with the yeah, way with i drive my sh oh god uh the way i drive is is fear inspiring however i still shoulder check and if i had turn signals i would use them i am i think you have your hands i no fuck off 
I am amazed by the number of people in Costco who will pull a fucking 180 without looking. Like they will not shoulder check or anything. Like they had to drive a car here. They had to follow the rules of the road to get their automobile into the parking lot to go to the store. And then they go into the store and they've forgotten every rule of how traffic in opposing directions works or 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 one direction traffic works like people will just be driving and they'll be like christmas decorations and they just like fucking spin their cart around and you have to like dodge out of their way and then and then there's people who are coming out of aisles who don't shoulder check or wait their turn like you're clearly in the right away main lane they're exiting out of side lane and these fuckers are like there's a millimeter of room I'm just going to slide my cart right in there. You don't mind, do you, guy? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I do mind. I Maybe mind a lot. when they check your Costco membership, they should check your driver's license at the same time. And anyone that doesn't properly have their driver's license, they can get one of those, like, revolving headlamps so everyone knows that they're a new, a new driver. You know, one of the, avoid them at all costs. One of the problems with Costco is that it's so big and there's so much stuff there that if you're not careful, you're time that you spend filling your cart could be over an hour and if you get anything cold or refrigerated at the beginning you could be in for a rough time because you're looking at 60 minutes of something being out of the cold zone then you have your drive home and then it's until it's back in your fridge it's a long time for cold or frozen things to not be properly uh you know thermally insulated now they used to let you bring in the Costco freezer bags and they would sell them. And I really knew that my childhood had left me the day that I bought my first Costco freezer bag and I put it in my car and I brought it with me to Costco. I was like, this is it, Ajax. Childhood innocence, it's all gone now. You buy reusable refrigeration bags and you bring them to Costco. It's just a wife, kids, and mortgage from here on out. You're done. You're fucking done, bud. Anyways, uh, they don't let you do that anymore because COVID, and that sucks. So now you got to be really economical with the time that you're shopping. You gotta if you're buying six hundred dollars worth of meat, well, boy, you better get that fucking hog in your cart, and you better get to the checkout right quick before that hog gets hotter than a a Texas summer. Uh, just. Texas summer. Keep going. No, no. <laughs> keep keep uh, delivering this analogy. I want you to tell me all about Texas summers that you've experienced so much of. Before it gets hotter than a, an egg frying on a sidewalk in the Texas summer. And our degrees are in Fahrenheit, so they're more than Celsius. And that's why you know it's hot in Texas. Yeah. Yeehaw. You think, you think that would be better? But anyways, yeah, us coming from a more rural uh, province, it being Alberta, known as the Texas of Canada, because we don't like to listen to our federal government, even if it kills us. Well, you know what won't kill me? Spending all of my money at Costco. Oh, I thought you were going to go into an ad segue. No, no, we don't have ads. services and products that support us. Yeah, this podcast sponsored by Costco. Have you tried Kirkland brand everything? Could Vodka? You, could you imagine? Chips? Actually, fruit. So, uh, Ed, you're you're a cool guy who is popular with the ladies, or just that one lady that you've locked in your house and and chooses to live with no, you. All the ladies. I'm still popular with all the okay. ladies. So you know why that is, though. 
because you always get them samples when you're at Costco? Because I exclusively shop at Costco. <laughs> is, I was going to say, imagine, okay, so you can go to Costco and you buy this ridiculous fucking tin of Durex condoms, right? What is it? It's like 20, yeah. 24 condoms, 32 condoms. How many is it? It's, it's a, I don't know. It's enough condoms that they give you a goddamn collector tin. When was the last time you bought a consumer good and you got a collector tin? I think that they have those at, at Walmart for like Star Wars, like lunchboxes, lunch tins. But I guess you can't bring your Durex uh, lunchbox to school. No, I don't think that would no, send and the you, right message. You certainly should not bring your Durex lunchbox to work or anywhere else. That aside, mm -hmm. could you imagine if the Kirkland brand made condoms? I don't know if it's in their best interest to make condoms. It would be amazing. Because they want there to be as many hungry mouths to feed as possible. <laughs> Do they? As long as they have money. Oh my gosh. Okay, so that, that's like some, some deeper uh, political thing. But I'm imagining <laughs> that if there was a Kirkland box of condoms, it would have to be like a 52-pack. And it would have to be so ludicrously priced that they'd almost have to start advertising like, Use them for sex. Uh, use them for water balloons. Use them when you're alone. Like that, you you. What Run would you... out of latex gloves? Yeah, it's pandemic. Yeah, use all the help you can get. One condom per finger, depending on the size of your fingers. <laughs> I think you could put them on like mitts and just uh, just handle different types of meats. Okay, so you must have had samples at Costco before. Oh, Search yeah. your memory banks. What was the Costco sample you remember the most? Honestly, it was when they were trying out their trial Kirkland condom brand. It was a very uh, interactive experience. Uh, never forget it. It was very helpful. Is it, is it like uh, the same one as the stain remover where they're showing you that there's a red wine stain and they're like... Watch us get rid of the red is wine. Is there a stain remover sample pack where they just like throw red wine on your shirt and go, oh no, well, what are you going to do? Sometimes they use Tide to go. They get like they a little podium at Costco and they get some like Billy Mays motherfucker and they show up with a little microphone and they're like, hey guys, come over here. Uh, come look at our, our selection of linens. I'm going to stain all of them. All of them are going to be stained and it is not real blood. It's goat's blood. It's okay. It's haram. Peace to my to my chakras, uh, and, and then they'll demo their product, or you know, maybe they'll fit you with some shoes, or in most cases they're like, yo dog, would you like the oh, sample no, Khajiit swears? They have a mattress, would and they go, look at all this, I have a full glass of wine, I have a bowling ball, and I have my wife, who's asleep and knocked out from Vicodin, I hope nothing <laughs> bounces off and hits her in the head, let's see if this Durafo mattress Durafo. <laughs> does not translate the vibrations. Yeah. Anyways, um, there's there's lots of great samples at Costco, and I'm assuming from your deflection, your joke, you've either had a traumatic sample experience or you just don't have one that you remember. I do have one that I specifically remember to be a little bit more serious. I think I was still hadn't lost my sense of youthful vigor, uh, and I didn't have any... Um, traumatic experiences or none that had surfaced and impacted me greatly and i'd keep seeing all these wonderful commercials it was usually uh, some young woman 
and she's not happy in her job or her relationship's not going super well and she goes to sits down for a break and she grabs a big box of breakfast cereal known as special k this like looks like cornflakes it looks like it's sugary goodness and i just always see that this young woman who's having a rough day just gets to relax and treat herself to some special K and it's a delicious experience. That's what I thought when I was like and 11 or 12. Did you feel like I that saw young Costco. woman? So I went to Costco and I went up to the samples and it was a nice bright looking woman and she had special K and I was like, oh sweet. And it's just in the little cup. doesn't have any milk in it. And I'm like, oh sweet. Like I've seen commercials for this. I want to try it. I haven't actually tried it. I'm used to garbage cereal, knockoff <laughs> cereal. So I put, I take a handful of uh, special K and I put it in my mouth and it tasted like ashes, ashes in my mouth. And I just looked at the woman and all of my childhood joy just drained from my face. And as I was munching, the mush like started to come out of my lips. And I'm like, that doesn't taste right. And I'm like starting to spit it back out and just looking at this woman with horror being lied to my entire childhood of like, there's this special treat. And she goes, well, well, no, like, it, it it tastes fine. And she, like, goes to, like, show me that it's fine. And I'm like, what do you, like, it doesn't taste like, like, cornflakes. And she's like, well, that's because they're only 100 calories per three servings. And I'm like, why would, why would young women who are having a tough day eat this? Why this would absurd. you do this to cereal? Absolutely. You fucking monsters. Like, this is horrible. And she's like, it has really good fiber. I'm like, so does wood. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. And yeah, it was gut-wrenching the the best part of that story is that there's like a very popular street drug called special k so story was more yeah, funny if that was uh kellogg's competitor <laughs> just really wanted to tarnish their name you know i oh. didn't do a lot of costco samples so i don't think i have a story nearly worth telling like yours i have more of a commentary which is that you know, the samples always tended to be fairly generous, but once in a while, there'd be a popcorn sample, and they'd still have the little cups. And I'd be walking past, I'd be like, really? Like, really? Popcorn, there's like 300 pieces in a bag, and you're out here fucking serving five pieces in a little cup? That's the best you can do, Costco? The four kernels. Yeah, four kernels. Take it or leave it. It's... I was like, this is frugality at its extreme. Popcorn samples in that small of a quantity, that's, that's awful. How could you? Shame on you, Costco. Do you think Costco. they give the better deals and samples to the higher-up employees that have been around the longest? So it's like, Becky, you've been with the company for 15 years, so you get to try out the filet mignon, you know, give everybody about an ounce. And they go, Jerry... I think that... Here's some uh, shitty M&M's trail mix. I think... Half the kids that try them are going to die. I think that they hire a different company to come in and do the samples. To do the samples? And I think, I think they just put on Kirkland uniforms while they're doing the samples. I don't, That's a conspiracy I, if I've ever heard of. I don't think they're full-time employed by Costco. That's awful. So you think that they're employed by the brand that they represent, that they're giving out samples to? Did you ever notice how sometimes there are samples in other stores, like Superstore, for example? Now that I think about it, that happens every once in a while. Indeed it does. Those people are intrinsically biased. What if I have a question about their brand? 
I thought that it was a neutral party, and they were like, we got too much of this good shit. You want to try some? No. Your sales are down in this one section. We want to boost sales. But no, it's just some, some peddler, some Carl says, car salesman. Well, I've got a story for you. So I used to work at Superstore as a cashier, and one of the girls who gave out samples was a young lady around the same age as me. And of course, I was the age of 16. And during my breaks, I would go talk with this sample lady. And of course, she doesn't have a name. Her name is Sample Lady. <laughs> but uh, the one day, she was giving out hair shampoo samples, like little mini travel size bottles. And they weren't selling so good that day. You know, she had bags and bags and bags of them and, and nobody was going for them. And so I, I said to her, I was like, hey, can I, can I have some of these? And she was like, yeah, sure. I don't give a shit. Like, I hate this job. And I walked home with like two or three large bags, like probably, if I had to guess, of like travel shampoo, bottles. of like 10 pounds of travel shampoo bottles. <laughs> And I didn't... It's a good thing you called her sample lady. She would get hunted <laughs> down and killed by, uh, by Dove. It wasn't Dove. Uh, I think it was... Uh... Oh, don't say it. Okay, don't say okay. It. It's fine. Some, uh, some shampoo company. Yeah. It's a conglomerate yeah. that, hates, that hates people. And so I, I had free shampoo and conditioner for an entire year. And I felt so thrifty. See, when I was a kid, I was just audacious about trying to get as many samples as possible from wherever I could. And I kept coming up with schemes and trying to, like, I don't know, kind of approach different or take my jacket off or, like, put my hood up and, like, try to work out to get as many samples as possible. But at one point I realized the people that worked there just didn't give a shit if I was taking, like, 15 samples no, of their hot dogs. They really didn't care. But as a child, you're like, I'm getting away with so much. Same thing when, like, they age-gated the free cookies at Superstore. That used to be a super common thing. And then they were like, anybody under the age of 10 can get a free cookie now. And you're like 11. Superstore. Superstore had to rein that in, though. They knew that uh, they were losing money to the... It was like 15-year-olds that were like, may I please have a cookie? And, and you'd be like, way too old. And you're like, hi, could I please have a, a free cookie? Please, and then they uh... go, well, because you asked so nicely and you have such great manners, of course we're going to give you a free cookie. I don't care. I work for minimum wage. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, yeah sweet. So this brings us full circle back to the collapse, the dark ages. And this is the time period where when you go to Costco, there are no samples. And if there are samples, it's like, hey, Hand sanitizer. Here's, here's a laundry detergent tab. Take this home. Do the Tide Pod Challenge. Here's a small square of LSD. It's that's all it is. It's Just depressing. One unit of something minimalist. Yeah, they 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 like the one or two times that I've seen them go out and they have these samples. You can just see that it's the pale imitation of what used to be. Like the people handing them out, they're, they they've gotten so used to being ignored that they don't even make eye contact with people anymore. They're just like, "Come on, man, don't cough on me." And and everyone's like i don't want to touch that like it's dirty yeah. it's probably dirty all the sales people of the pandemic have been like internet or power utilities type of people that are just kind of go like hey are you currently like we i live in uh edmonton so our major 
we have like pretty much monopoly for power so it's epcor they're like hey you with epcor and i'm like yeah and i hate it as i'm walking by like all the time and they're like how much do you pay for power and i'm like I don't know, like 40, 50 bucks. And they're like, we can make that $45. And I'm like, that, that doesn't impact me. That doesn't change how anything is. But they're all, it's all changed from positive things that we can sample to detergents and insurance and so cards. So your sampling of electricity is relevant to the sampling of samples in Costco? Well, I'm just thinking about all the people that don't talk to you and the people that actually go out of their way to talk to you the sample ladies with food never really talked to anybody out of their way because they had the goods you had to come you came to them and they knew it they knew the power dynamic but when it's an you awful know, that's product, really biased they have sample they sample people they have sample men too now oh sample people Wow, I didn't realize. I guess this is what happens when we live in uh, Justin Trudeau's Canada. Is we have equality now. I think what I'm glad that he uh, you have he to that in the past I'm, few years. I'm going to reveal you. I'm going to let the people know your deep dark secret, and that oh. is that Eddie Elfman is not a Costco Platinum Card member. Well, it's not platinum. It's it's like you executive. don't know what I've been You're, gifted this Christmas. You got you got executive. I don't know. Oh, yet. I fucking hope you did. Why would you shop anywhere else? I mean it. I seriously, like, I hate shopping anywhere else. Like, I got spoiled. I was living in, in a very nice new community for a while. And the only store that we had nearby was a Save on Foods. And so I would go there occasionally because, unfortunately, going to Costco for every single shopping trip is a little bit much. But how, how much time does it take you to shop at Costco? Oh, I can get, I can get out in like under an hour if I'm efficient. So shopping every week or every couple of weeks takes me like twenty minutes total. Because you, you... I have this amazing deal through Superstore. They have this uh, thing called PC Express, oh my where God. I sit in my pajamas or naked or shirtless at my computer, and I just go through the deals and I select what I want and I tell them I'm gonna pick it up tomorrow. And then I drive. Are you up actually doing and I that? I call some minimum wage person and I go, "Yes, this is Eddie Elfman. Please meet me in stall one." And they go, "Yes, right away, sir." And then they hang up and they come out. And I don't even have to do anything. I pop my trunk and they just throw all the groceries in, and they say, "Thank you so much. You're the reason I have a job." And I drive back to my apartment that's two minutes away. That's awful. And it's amazing. That's awful. It's so nice. I bet I they don't. I bet they pick have out to walk around anywhere. I bet I they pick spend... out the bruised produce. You get all of the bruised produce. That's what no, they I give get, you. I get great stuff. I get super decent stuff. Super I haven't decent. Been upset. That's... I haven't been oh, upset with that's... any of the quality of the selective things like produce. That's one thing I refuse to compromise on. I'm not going to order my groceries online. I'm still going to go in the store and do it. How many times have you been out at the grocery store and you forget what's on the list? Or what do I have? I've never or, made a oh, list. That's the twist. Do I, have enough, do I have enough of this at home? I've never made a list. Because when I think that, I just stand up and I walk five feet into my kitchen and I go, hey, I don't have any of that. I better add some to the bill. Or you buy whatever it is and then you go, oh shit, I forgot Parmesan. And then you just go back and you edit your order and then you add parmesan it's great it's absolutely amazing you are the amazon generation 
And I'm still supporting the same shitty company that I've always been supporting. And I get money back for my purchases now. So I've made more money than the system costs. Costs like, it used to cost 90 bucks a year. And I've made like 160 bucks in the past, like, or I've gotten 160 bucks back in the past three months. It's amazing. I, I, you know, let me just shill for Costco a little harder here. You get cash back on gas and groceries. When you get cash back at restaurants, because we're all going to a lot of restaurants right now. You get that Costco MasterCard. Mm. Them s- How much cash back do you get? Uh, it, I, it's a percentage. Uh, a percentage that yeah. I don't have memorized. I don't have that information available See, for you. I'm just with uh, CIBC. I get a couple percent cash back anyways. Yeah, but my money comes in the form of an unofficial Costco check that I can only spend at Costco. Then I get to do... Mine just comes back on my credit card where I can only spend at places that accept credit cards. Well, that's not very many places at all. I can spend at Costco. But one of those is my grocery store, so it works out terribly well. Or the liquor store. You know, the challenge of getting this Costco uh, cashback coupon is that you then go to Costco and you're like, well... I've got four hundred dollars, and this isn't money. This is this is free money. Fill your yes, cart for free, and and then you go to Costco and you buy some shit that you don't normally buy. Like you go to the bakery aisle and you're like, "Fuck it, we're doing muffins. We're doing fucking garlic bread. Maybe Nanaimo bars. Fuck it, nobody's having a birthday, but we're still getting a cake. Fucking Black Forest, tiramisu." All of the cakes they have there are super good. The two types of cakes I know how to name. <laughs> Carrot cake, cheesecake, upside down cake, oh. patty cake, baker's man, buy me a cake. What? Fast uh, as you can. Anyways, uh, the, the cashback coupon's great because I just buy a bunch of shit. And the other, the other reason that I've now created habits, I've created patterns of behavior which have made it economically unsustainable for me to shop anywhere else. And I mean this, I have a crippling addiction to protein bars. I buy a mass quantity of protein bars and I consume a mass quantity. Like right now I'm going through a box of protein bars like every week and a half or something like that. See, I'm just not a snack person. I I look at Excuse me? things or i or i look Ex- at like my excuse snack excuse me eddie don't really touch anything did you just call a protein bar a snack it is an essential building block for growing big fucking awesome muscles you pleb yeah but so would be uh like a stick of jerky or some like dried meats in a snack form beef jerky is a snack yeah form. i'm sure you know a lot about dried meats don't you there bud yeah, absolutely. Huh? With my Germanic heritage, yes. <laughs> There's nothing exciting. That's right. I'm playing the race card, something my people have never done before. That's that's a new one. Um, but yeah, I I buy protein bars in large quantities, and Costco is the only place I can do that for cheap. So Costco, it is. So they've really interrupted you, eh? They have. They've created this endless cycle of you just buying stuff for them getting some percentage back, you getting a check, and then you going, well, I guess I have to spend it here. Does it, so it costs you money to get cash back at Costco. You have to buy it? What? You have to buy a Costco membership, right? Yeah, so the, if you get the executive membership, there is a fee per year, but if you even shop at Costco, like, part-time, you'll cover the membership fee. 
See, my my credit card doesn't cost anything. Yeah, but you don't get to shop at Costco. Yeah, but I get cash back. But you're forced. Shop anywhere. You're forced to shop at other stores that are not Costco. You were forced to shop at Costco. <laughs> you have a singular option. I have like untold number of options. I have the free market of options, and you've been delegated to one specific field to work in toilet every day for your for your grocery habits. Costco is a beautiful place. It's Spartan. It's utilitarian. Everything has a purpose. Everything is restocked always. All the snacks. All the all the pretzel bites all have a purpose. You, the bagels that go bad in under three days yeah, those have such an yeah. amazing purpose. You get you get twelve bagels and they all go bad in two goddamn days. Listen I think up, that's Eddie. The thing that infuriates you, me the most. You know that you've reached the ultimate Costco level when you're getting ready to go to Costco and you stop and think for a sec. Wait, I'm literally wearing a full set of clothes that somebody bought at Costco. By somebody, I mean me and my family. And you go, oh, fuck. What if I'm in there? And one of the employees says, yo, man, you can't wear the merch. You got to buy it first. Like, what if, what if somebody spots me and is like, you're just wearing full Kirkland or like discount Calvin Klein or Buffalo or, you know, they've, they've got some of those brand names, but... I've actually had brief moments of anxiety where I'm like, if I roll into Costco wearing all Costco clothes, somebody will identify me. They'll out me. I've got to, I've got to mix we've it been, up. We've been fully entrapped. Just like how you shop Kirkland brand. I get so many promotional deals from Joe Fresh, which is oh my Superstore's God. brand of clothing. I know what it is. It's the They're worst. like, give me 30. They'll like, we'll give you 30% back on all these purchases. We'll give you ten free ten bucks if you shop. That I've like gone out of my way to shop Joe Fresh to like get socks and underwear, and I have like a pair of like slip-on shoes now. This explains a yeah, lot I about think, your wardrobe. I think we've bought into some sort of company store, and I think one of these days we're each gonna work for Costco or Superstore. It's gonna be very depressing. You you are Team Superstore. I live next to one. And I'm having a pretty okay time. So I don't think they treat their employees well, but you know, or something is something well, is confusing they exist. about Superstore, which is that I was about to ask you if you bleed green, and then I remembered that Superstore rebranded and they're not green anymore; they're blue. Isn't that weird? Did you see that one day where Superstore was suddenly blue instead of green, and you're like, "What the fuck? What happened to the goddamn green bins?" I was raised on green bins. They can't change the color of the store. This is the green store. There's no other green stores. This is the one. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't aware of that. You didn't, I didn't, really you didn't know that they changed colors. To. Well, now that you mention it, I realize that they changed colors. <laughs> and, but. and I thought you were a stan of Superstore. Superstore's, I've just been shopping there the past three months, man. Superstore's number one fan, and you didn't even know that they had a color change. I just, think th- I just think they're great because some young man or woman or a gendered individual wow. a just person. drop shit off in my trunk. And I don't say hi to them. I give them a thumbs up and a smile and I just drive away. It's great. I do all my shopping 
in my underwear. I don't have to worry about any maniacs that weigh over 200 you, pounds. You don't shop down, in your underwear, let's uh, be honest. Hallways. You're just bragging for the podcast. I shop, I shop in my underwear. I absolutely Fucking prove do. it. I don't believe you. I'll have, I'll have a cup of coffee. I'll, I'll sit. My morning routine is I'll have a cup of coffee on the weekends. Uh, I'll sit on my bidet and I'll watch some videos on <laughs> the latest death toll. Watch some anime on your Alberta. bidet. Uh... <laughs> And then I'll walk over to my computer and and I'll sit down and I'll look for things to shop and I'll grab the grocery list. But you get in your car just check things off. in your underwear and you drive to the store in your underwear. Not often. Depends how cold it is outside. Have you actually sat in your automobile in your briefs while some poor underpaid superstore youth no, has Ajax, filled your car? I'm not... I'm not a madman. I'm not going <laughs> to horribly scar some underaged individual. That's absolutely horrific. But when I'm shopping, when I'm picking the things that I'm going to purchase, I can be in my underwear. It doesn't matter. Cool, cool story, bro. Like, you, all of us shop on Amazon in various states of undress. You don't see me bragging about it. I think everyone should. I think we should be proud about the achievements that our forefathers have fought for, fought and died for, for our right to shop on nude. When women were burning their bras in protest, they wanted to make sure that women could sit topless and comfortable while browsing Amazon for whatever the hell they like. I, I don't think you can uh, take that inspirational message and even facetiously associate with the syndicate of jeff bezos there's uh some sinister uh monopoly at work there and i think i think that even making a joke about it it's too close to home too true well that's the whole point of um of of north american feminism and and being and having equality is we want to both equally participate in capitalism we both equally want to work our asses off and not make enough money we want men and women to work their entire lives and barely have enough to live that wow you are that's equality you're full We're of struggle together exciting commentary not depressing in the slightest i want to finish off this costco discussion it seems to me and tell me if i'm wrong but i feel like there is a an air of gluttony about Costco, but not in Canada, in the United States. When I've gone to the United States and I've gone to Costco, it's all like fucking obese people and, and people with, with handy scooters. Well, that's, that's like 330 million potential listeners. I don't know if you can be calling them obese. I didn't say anything or, negative. Or fat shaming them. No, no, listen. How, how listen, dare Listen, I have not said anything negative. I've just stated... A fact about what they might look like and it's up okay. to you to in your anecdotal experience shopping at a Costco. in my anecdotal experience shopping at costco's okay. in the united states i have witnessed a significant proportion of obese people and mm. handy cart people handy handy cart little scooters little rascals if you will you mean people that are in rascals that could normally walk. I have, I have no idea. I have no idea about whether or not they can walk. That is irrelevant. Well, this is very dangerous ground, but I'm all here for it. Okay. Please go on. Anyways, the 
Costco's in the U.S. are so much more ridiculous than the Canadian Costco's because the prices are even cheaper and the quantities are even greater. And there does seem to be some sort of like line that a Canadian Costco won't cross where they're like, we'll sell things that are mostly bad for you and some things that are bad for you. But like usually there's a point that they don't cross where they're not just selling things that like as a whole are just they're not good in any sense in any quantity like when i go to the united states i see the most ridiculous things at costco like the one thing that i just remember was that you could buy like a a 24 pack of monster and it was a special type of monster that had not come out in canada yet and it was marketed as like an equivalent to gatorade it was like an electrolyte monster and they were selling this 24 pack for, I don't know, it was probably like 20 bucks or something. But like they they had all these different varieties of monsters and trying to make them not look like energy drinks. And I just thought to myself, like, this is awful. Like this isn't good for anyone. And and then even if you go into the chip aisle, right? Like obviously Costco always sells chips, but they've got everything in the US, like every variety of chips and the bag sizes are even bigger than Canada. But yeah, there's just this... Well, I think that the uh, Americans have a long, storied, proud history of having access to whatever they like, even if it's bad for them, and having things in bulk. Yeah, they they like their uh, large-sized sodas, which are extra large everywhere else in the world. Yeah, like, I think it was in the late 1700s that they were so obsessed with uh, having things in bulk that they... Instead of getting them split up, they just threw a bunch of it in, into a harbor. And I think that's when the big dichotomy happened that the English like to have just kind of like a singular tea bag, uh, whereas the Americans just like to just get as much water and like boxes of it as possible and just mm. throw them all together. Sounds like the Americans are like me when I play video games. Not, not one tea bag will do, but many, many tea bags. Yeah, as much stuff as possible. And that's because they're more free. They've worked harder to Freedom. be free. So they get to make whatever decisions they want. You know, you said I could be alienating uh, our rascal listeners, but I think you might be alienating our free listeners. Nope. They have the they have the free choice whether or not to listen to this podcast. And I really respect each and every one of them. Unless they're over the age of 70. Then I don't respect you at all, and I don't know how you have access to this podcast. We had a specific agreement with Anchor FM. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of them to age gate this. And if you're over the age of 70, your address is being recorded and I will come find you. Well, thanks guys. That's our podcast. You can find us on uh, the internet in, in a variety of locations. Uh, what are some Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. What is Google? Podcasts what is Google Podcasts? Anchor, I've never FM. And wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you very much, dear listener. This has been the Domestic Yak. I've been Eddie Elfman, and that's been Ajax. Ajax. <laughs>